The majority of this parak has been discussing the laws of the Shuas Bitui, a voluntary oath which obligates one to do something which until now was totally voluntary, or to forbid himself from doing that, or according to some it would also involve oaths regarding the past, that something happened or didn't happen in the past. And the last couple of Mishnayas also talked about the second type of Shavua, Midai Raisa, namely a Shavua Shav, a Shavua in vain, which doesn't um, become valid to obligate somebody in something. The Shavua itself is in vain. And the Mishnah listed four different types of Shavua Shav, either if one makes an oath about something which is definitely, obviously not true, or if it is definitely and obviously true, or if it's impossible to fulfill, or if it is in order to go against the mitzvah, to nullify a mitzvah. Those are the four types of Shavua Shav. The next parak is going to discuss the laws of Shavua Eidos, the third type of oath mida when somebody swears falsely that he doesn't know any testimony on behalf of somebody else, that he didn't witness a particular event, and so he can't give testimony in based in. Now, that Shavua does not apply to all different people. It doesn't apply to everyone, and it doesn't apply in all cases. It's much more limited, and that's how the next parak is going to begin. But in introduction to that, the last two Mishnahs of this parak show us that a Shavua's Bitui and a Shavua's Shav does apply in most cases. So the Mishnah says, Shavua's Bitui no Heges, the laws of Shavua's Bitui apply, but Anoshim of Anoshim, both with men and women, Borchikim of Akrevim, with people who are not related to each other. For example, he says a Shavua that I'm going to give something to another person, and that other person is not related to him, Uvakrevim, or if the other person is related to him, it's totally irrelevant. Bakshem of Absolim, whether the Shavua is talking about somebody else who is valid to be a witness in Beistin, or whether he's not valid to be a witness in Beistin, Obviously, that is a totally irrelevant factor when we're discussing a Shavuaz Bitui. Bifnei Beistin, Mishalei Bifnei Beistin, whether he makes the Shavuah in front of Beistin or not, the Shavuah applies. And now the Mishnah adds that the Shavuah is only valid if it's from Pi'atzmai, if it's from his own mouth, that he himself says the Shavuah. Or we'll see in the next Mishnah, if somebody else says, I want you to make a Shavuah, and he says the word Omein, that would also be considered to be like making a Shavuah. The point is, he has to say either the Shavua or Amen for it to be considered that he himself said the Shavua. We're going to see that in the case of a Shavua or Eidos, this is not necessarily true. Alright, and as we've seen already, the Chiyonah's Dunamakos, one is liable for, if he intentionally violates a Shavua's Bitri, he is liable to the punishment of Malchus, lashes. While Shigigosa, if he violates it by mistake, a Korban Oinavayoyed, he would be liable to bring a Korban Chatos, which goes up and down, meaning the type of Korban Chatos depends on how wealthy he is. Mr. Yud Aleph, on a similar note, Shavuas Shov, a Shavua in vain, which we mentioned the four different types of Shavuas Shov which exist. Once again, it applies both to men and women, whether the subject of the Shavua is talking about somebody who is not related to him, or somebody who is related to him, it's talking about somebody who is a valid witness, or if the person making the Shavua is a valid witness, or he's not a valid witness, if he makes it in front of Beistin or not in front of Beistin, and he himself makes the Shavua, in all of these cases, he would be liable. The He would be liable to Malchus, lashes, if he made the Shavua in vain on purpose. Well, she could go so, but if it was by mistake, Potter, he would be exempt. Adds the Mishnah, both regarding a Shavua's Shavu and a Shavua's Bitui, one who makes a Shavua from the mouth of other people, Chayav, he is liable in a particular case where it's considered to be as if he himself made the Shavua. Kate said, what would that case be? Omar, if he said, I'm stating the fact that I did not eat anything today. 
Or if he says, I didn't put on tefillin today. He states a fact. And somebody else says to him, I am placing a shavua upon you. I want you, I want you to verify that fact to the level of a shavua. And the other person said the word omain. That particular word and that particular word only makes it as if he himself made the shavua. This is learnt from the part of the Torah talking about Saita, the woman who committed adultery and she goes to the Beis HaMikdash and the Koyain makes her make a shavua and the Pesach says, isha omein omein. The woman will say, omein omein. The Torah implies that she doesn't repeat the shavua, all she says is omein. And that in itself is enough to be considered as if she herself made the shavua and therefore in this case Chayev, the person who said omein would be liable as if he himself made the shavua. Perigdalad Mishnah Aleph, Shavuah Sa'edos, regarding the Shavuah Sa'edos, the third type of Shavuah Mid'Eraisa, where somebody swears falsely that he doesn't, that he's not a valid witness for somebody else, that he didn't actually witness the event, even though he did in reality. This Shavuah Noheges Ba'anoshim Velobanoshim. It applies only to men and not to women. A woman is an invalid witness. And the Torah, when talking about Shavuah Sa'edos, says that he is really a witness and he's swearing not to be a witness. But it implies that he has to be somebody who is a valid witness, who actually can testify. And therefore it would only apply to men and not to women. People who are not related to anybody involved in the case. But if it's somebody who is related to someone involved in the case, then he's anyway an invalid witness, so he would not be liable for Shavuah Sa'edus. But Kishem Vlebapsolin, it has to be somebody who is a valid witness, and not somebody who is invalid for a different reason. For example, if he is a Russia, if he's violated certain Averus which make him an invalid witness, once again, he would not be liable for Shavuah Sa'edus. The Inonoheg is Elbaruin Lahoid. This Shavuah only applies to somebody, although the liability for such Shavuah only applies to somebody who is fitting to give testimony. And the Gemara explains that this statement in the Mishnah, even though we've already said it, is coming to include another case, i.e., a king. A king is also an invalid witness. So he also, if he said this Shavuah, he would be um, exempt. Now, the Torah, when talking about a Shavuah Sa'edus, talks about a unique case where the person himself did not make a Shavuah and he didn't even say Amen. But rather somebody else said to him, I want you to make a shavua that you don't, that you will come and testify for me. I know that you're witnesses for me. I want you to make a shavua that you will come and give testimony on my behalf. And the other person, he doesn't say any language of a shavua. He just makes a statement that I don't know any testimony for you. I am not a witness. In such a case, since the other person mentioned a shavua, and they repeated their full statement, even though they didn't attach a shavua to it, there's a unique law which the Torah talks about such a case. That's how we know that you'll be liable even in this case. That even in that case, you would be chayev to the punishments of a Shavuah Sa'edus. Now, the Torah's case which it's talking about is specifically a case which is said in Beistin. If somebody, whilst they're in front of Beistin, says, I'm making a Shavuah, I want you to make a Shavuah, that you will testify for me, and then he repeats his claim that I am not a witness at all, in Beistin he will be liable. So we learn from there that if he did this outside of Beistin, he would not be liable. The question is, what happens if he himself makes a Shavua outside of Beistin? Would he be liable in that case? He himself made the Shavua. The Torah is particular about um, it being in Beistin only if he doesn't make the Shavua. But if he himself makes the Shavua, he should be liable even outside of Beistin. That's one side of the argument. On the other hand, you could say, maybe not. Maybe the entire concept of the Shavua Sa'edos of making a Shavua about testimony, which involves the Beistin, maybe the entire Shavua only applies in Beistin. And somebody who makes a shavuah outside of Beistin is that's totally irrelevant. That is not included in this type of shavuah which the Torah talked about. 
It might be a Shavuot's bitui, perhaps, if he is making a full Shavuot, a full statement that he's not a witness. But in terms of Shavuot's Eidos, maybe the Torah never talked about a case where it's outside of Beistin. So this is the subject of the next Machleks of the Mishnah. According to the first opinion, If he himself makes the Shavuot, then he'll be liable whether it's in front of Beistin or not in front of Beistin. And if it's from the mouth of other people, that he never made a Shavuot at all, he didn't even say Amen. But it's the same case as we, as we described, which the Torah itself speaks about such a case. They wouldn't be liable in such a case unless they make that denial of being witnesses, they make that in Beistin. The Rameir, that is the opinion of Rameir. Whether he himself makes the Shavuot, or whether it's only as a result of somebody else's statement of a Shavuot, and he just repeated the claim that he is not a witness. They wouldn't be liable unless they make that denial in Beistin itself. According to the Chachomim, the entire concept of Shuasa Eidos was only introduced, and the Torah only stated this concept if it is made in Beistin. But if he does it outside of Beistin, it's totally irrelevant when we're talking about a Shuasa Eidos. Mishnah Beis, for virtually every Aveira in the Torah, for which one is liable to bring a Korban, one is only liable to bring the Korban if you violated the Aveira by mistake, unintentionally. That's true for virtually all cases. One of the very few exceptions is the punishment for Shuasa Eidos, and the Mishnah says, one is liable to bring a korban, a korban oil of Yoyed, as we'll see at the end of the Mishnah, in a case where he violated Shvasa Eidos intentionally. He knew that he was a witness, and he knew that it was forbidden to make a Shvasa Eidos, and he knew that the punishment for making a Shvasa Eidos falsely is to bring a korban oil of Yoyed. He knew all of the facts, and he intentionally violated the Savera. He will be liable to bring that korban. As well as that, if it is partly by mistake, but it's considered to be intentional regarding the testimony. Meaning, he knew that he was a witness. It's not that he forgot or something. He knew that he was a witness. And he also knew that it was forbidden to swear falsely to say that he's not a witness. However, it's considered to be by mistake in that he didn't know that the punishment for Shuasa Eidos is to bring a korban. In that case, since the main thing was done intentionally, he would be liable to bring the korban. And interestingly, in this case, the Einan Chayon al he would not be liable to bring the korban if it was done by mistake. If, for example, he forgot, or he didn't know at all. Let's say at the time that he made the Shavua, he genuinely thought that he didn't witness the event. In that case, he wouldn't be liable to a korban at all, the reason being that the korban is bought for lying. Somebody who didn't know that fact at the time that he made the Shavua didn't lie, and it's not really considered to be even that he lied by mistake. If you didn't know the fact at the time, you can't be considered to be a liar. It's not even considered to be by mistake lying. He genuinely was telling the truth in terms of what he knew. Alright? What is the punishment for making the Shavuah Sa'edus on purpose? The first two cases of the Mishnah, says the Mishnah, he will be liable to bring a common olive yore, the common chatos, which again depends on the person's wealth, for which type of common chatos he would be liable to bring.